You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold. I'm so grateful that you you have joined me today from all over the world. And uh, if you're listening to the show today, guess what? It's a setup. You are going to receive exactly what you've been searching for, possibly praying for. And it is going to help to shift and align you with being, creating, and manifesting your best life. Well, how are you doing today? It's a beautiful day here in the ATL. And I know you're saying, Constance, you always say that, but wow, it has been such a beautiful fall, autumn week here. And I have just just really enjoyed every moment of it. Well, before I get started, I want to thank all of you for your wonderful emails. I mean, you guys are following me on social media. Uh, One lady said that she and her fiance listen to me every morning. And uh, uh, I talked to a a listener in London who's been listening to me. She said, Constance, I've been listening to you for 13 years. I'm like, girlfriend, I haven't been a host for 13 years. I've been a host for 12. And so what I'm hearing is, is exactly what my prayer is every week, that you are receiving knowledge and wisdom. And that when you listen to it over and over again, that the spirit says, this is what you need to do. I believe that every show that I um, share, you have to individualize and customize it for your own life. And even when I listen to my own show, because, you know, sometimes when I'm recording, it's like I'm getting the download and then I'll go back and say, oh, my goodness, I said that. So I will listen, take notes, then study and then individualize it. And I'll say, Spirit, what are you saying to me? What is my new consciousness? What is my new way of thinking, etc." So I've been receiving all kinds of emails uh, just on how much to think, but even Manifest Talk Show is changing your life. And I want to encourage you to leave a comment wherever you listen to the podcast leave a comment so that other people can really see the power of the show and can really uh, tap into what the spirit is doing here. You know, when I first started the show, uh, one of the uh, mission downloads that I received was to bridge the gap between spirituality, science, strategies, how-tos, so that people can baby step it out in their own personal lives. And I believe that that's happening. 
So follow me on uh, social media, follow me on YouTube. So you need to subscribe and share every time you watch. I put a lot of juicy stuff on YouTube, uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm Law of Attraction Constance. And on Facebook, I am Coach with Constance. So check it out. Follow me. Additionally, since this show is shifting and changing your life, thank you so much for your donation, your gift, your paying it for, for someone else. There are a couple of ways that you can do that. You can go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com and hit PayPal, or you can cash at me at dollar sign Constance Arnold. I have Zale, if you want to Zale me. <laughs> and that's a Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. So my guest today, anybody interested in how to build wealth? He's going to be talking to us and giving us uh, Dexter B. Jenkins. He's going to be talking to us about wealth strategies. Anybody interested? And so um, I've got to turn my phone off, everybody. And so what's happening here, I'm turning my phone off right in the middle. And so what's happening here is um, He's going to be sharing with us about wealth strategies. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. And, you know, we all need that because there's been such a shift in the world around uh, money. A lot of people are just not. I'm going I'm not going back to work, Constance. I can't do that anymore. And, you know, it's something happening consciously on the inside of us that we really understand. We are beginning to understand who we are how to walk out our purpose, and uh, then how to really share with other people the gifts, products, and or services that we have. So I'm excited about that. I think that is it. Uh, if Also, if you are interested in coaching with me, you can go to uh, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Check out some of the videos so that you can get a feel and watch, you know, what my clients are manifesting. You know, I was telling one of my clients the other day, you guys amaze me. <laughs> I'm amazed every week at, at what is happening in the lives of people that are willing to learn how to um, manifest and create from the inside out. So it's amazing. So if you would like to do a discovery call. We can do 20 minutes and I'm just listening. I'm not trying to sell, coerce, what else? I get you to buy a special package. It's just for us to see if we're a vibrational match because that is really important. I think that is it, everybody. We're going to go to these quick commercials and uh, then we're going to be back uh, with Dexter B. Jenkins. He's a pastor, Pastor Dexter B. Jenkins. And uh, if you want to learn about building wealth strategies, I, I'm going to really encourage you to stay tuned. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. 
talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back and I'm really excited and I know what y'all saying. Constance, you're always excited and I am because the spirit always brings us fresh revelation, insight, how-tos every week. So today we have a very special guest, Mr. Dexter B. Jenkins. He is a faith and finance expert on wealth building God's way. He is a mentor. Uh, He has expertise in the financial area, I think something like 20-something years. Um, He is a managing partner of a a large real estate holding company, and he's going to talk to us about how we can begin to create and build wealth. Uh, We are blessed to have him today. So I want everybody to open up your spirit. Y'all know how I am. Get your pen and your pad out. And, uh, le- and let's hear what God has to say to us. So Dexter B. Jenkins, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Yay. Thank you for having me, Miss Constance. I'm excited to be with you and your tribe this morning. And, uh, you know, we, we, we're going to have a good conversation. Yeah. So tell listeners a little bit about you. How in the world did you get involved in the area of finances and yeah. And then I got about 50 questions for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, it's always good to have more than you need, you know what I mean, <laughs> when you're interviewing somebody. So if not, we can come back at another time and do some more. Part but, two. Uh, exactly. But, you know, I I um I got into finances. I was in my 20s. And so probably I graduated from Northeastern University in Boston. Mm-hmm. And when I uh, graduated, one of the things I wanted to do was start my own business. And so I got involved in this company by the name of Pride America Financial Services, which is underneath the Citigroup umbrella. And so I did that for 20 plus years. And so my wow. job there was to uh, market mutual funds, life insurance, mortgages, and things of that nature. And so I became very adept at looking at, you know, I show them sitting down with families and showing them how to really better their financial future. So that's how I started doing that. And then uh, in 2012, my wife and I started a church, Fellowship Christian Church, uh, which we still the senior pastors are, still are senior pastors of that. And so what I've always done in Wisconsin is I tell people, listen, I live, I, I live at the intersection of faith and finance. You know, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my intersection. You know, so anything that deals around faith and dealing with being, like, like you said, being spirit led, but then also recognizing that money is spiritual. And so really trying to get people to recognize that, uh, you know, you can do well while you do good. And so that's that's really where I'm at right now. That's good. So let's unpack that a little bit. You're at the intersection of faith and finances. And finances. So do we know with everything that's going on globally, all of my listeners, I mean, I I just heard one of my clients um, uh, uh, somewhere in Europe, they're back on lockdown again. So right. you know, people feeling some kind of way yes. about money and, and finances. Very anxious, very anxious. Yeah. So talk about the role of faith, 
God and finances. Right. Well, think about this, Ms. Constant. God is in everything. Mm-hmm. And then somehow we've gotten into this, this mindset that there's a separation between God and finances and God and health. And God is in everything because he created everything. And so to try to separate him um, from any area of life, you, you're not going to be as successful as you need to be. And if you look at just, uh, you know, some of you, some of your read, some of your listeners may be Bible readers, some of them may not be. But if you know anything about God, God, God is a God of growth. God is a God of business. God is a God of numbers. Um, look at how he created everything. You know, it, it, it it's meant to grow. It's meant to uh, multiply. And so, you know, for us not to think that God is interested in our financial life, you know, I, I just think that we it's very foolish. You know what I mean? And so it's people mm-hmm. like myself who's trying to get people to say, hey, listen, God is very much interested in your finances. And if you include him in your life, he would not only deal with your spiritual side, but he would also deal with your financial side, you know? And so that's how I've married the two for the last, you know, last nine, well, actually 20 plus, well, 20 plus years, but really over the last nine or 10 years, really trying to get people to see the essence of God is very much interested in your finances and he's very much interested in helping you do well financially as long as you keep him at the center of your life. Well, you know, there was a book out still out called A Millionaire Mindset. Exactly. Is there a certain mindset that people should be having right now with yeah. everything that's going on? Talk about that a little bit. Well, I, I think I, I love that word mindset because mindset means your, your mind is set in a certain area, in a certain direction. And so I, I think in this time where everybody else is fearful, the first mindset that we need to have, Ms. Constance, is, is a mindset of faith, mm. meaning that when everyone else is losing their mind, everyone, everyone else is very anxious, this is the time for you to, to, to really be spirit-led. This is the time for you to, be, to really know what you know, so to speak. And so when you know what you know, you can, you can stand in the middle of, of storms, whether it be a coronavirus or whether it be pandemics of, of, of other sorts, whether it be a financial storm, and still be able to function because that's what, that's what we're called to do. In the middle of craziness, we're, we're called to be people who are full of peace and who have answers for individuals. Got it? But then, you know, I think also uh, we're also called to have a, a mindset of abundance. You know, your show is the law of attraction. Well, the law of attraction doesn't just work when things are good. The law of attraction is supposed to work all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's always working whether you know it or not. Yeah, because actually you're attracting either side or either negatively or positively. So it's not that it doesn't work. But what we're setting our mind on is how do we set our minds um, on abundance? How do we set our minds on doing well? How do we set our minds on prospering? How do we set our minds on being a blessing to other people? That's what we got to set our minds to because really um, you get to choose what mindset you're going to have every day. Ooh, that's good. You know, uh, and so you can wake up one day and you can be cynical. The next day you can wake up and be full of joy. And so that's that's really your uh, that's really your call. Uh, one of my favorite Bible verses, if those of you, those of you who Bible you listen to, uh, is uh, the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter four, verse eight, talks about um, think on these things. Then he gives Ooh. a whole list. So what he's saying is we get to control our thoughts. It's not now people can pump things from the inside of us, but it's up to us to choose what type of thoughts we're going to have. And so I think back to your original question, we need to choose to have a mindset of abundance, mindset of faith, um, 
mindset of being in motion because I think what happens is fear freezes people. Mm. And when you're and when you're fearful and you're anxious, you're not thinking the way you need to think. But really, if we have mindsets of faith and abundance, we're moving forward in this time. You know, so I, I'm talking to people, they're buying houses, they're starting businesses, yeah. they're doing things. Why? Because they're not, they're not being fearful. They're not being anxious. They're recognizing, hey, this is the time for me to move forward, despite what else is going on around. Oh, that's powerful. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, the Bible says whatever things are good, just yes. good. Yep. Right. Think but, on that. Yeah. And right. so do you feel like that that right now it's. I know you mentioned real estate. I know I have right. people in real estate. They say, Constance, when I put a house on the market, I get 40 bids in one hour. <laughs> Quickly. Yes, exactly. Okay. And so do you feel like people need to get in the mindset of, okay, the pandemic going on, I've been working from home, but is God like shifting people's mindset around maybe entrepreneurship, new yeah. ideas? What's your thinking around that, Dexter? Well, I, I, I think what the pandemic taught us was, to get a sense of what's really important to me. Yeah. And I think when people got a sense of, hey, I like being at home and being able to meet to have dinner with my life, my, with my wife or my husband, or, or I like being at home to be with my children. I like not being in traffic for two hours and or on a train. And so what the pandemic, I don't know, you know, if you're reading some of the things I'm reading, but they're talking about the fact that even though uh, corporations opening up, people are resigning. They, they, they call it they call it the great resignation. And what people are just as are saying is, hey, I want to live life on my own terms. Well, if you want to live life on your own terms, you need a vehicle to do that. And that one of the vehicles is entrepreneurship. And so what people are saying is, hey, even I I'm doing a podcast, I think last week, and I said, people are even saying, hey, even if I make the same amount of money that I'm making right now, but I can control my time and my own destiny. Sign me up for that. And so I think if if corporations are not allowing people to be more entrepreneurial in their pursuits, people are going after. And then you're also recognizing that I think people also recognize that life is short. Like life is uh, can be uncertain. So am I going to spend my time? Uh, I've always had a desire in my heart to start a business of some sort. Okay, now the time to start it because life is short and life can, and life can as of Ms. Constant, as of March of last year, we're never going back to that. Yeah. <laughs> March 2020, <laughs> it changed everything. And so with that being the case, I think people are just waking up to say, hey, oh, how do I want to live my life? On what terms do I want to live? In? And they're using entrepreneurship as a tool to do that. That's good. Well, I noticed that you talked about is now the time for deployment or employment? What, yes. what the, is that what you're uh, referring yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, because employment means I have a job. And, and, and amen, thank God you do have one. But deployment means it's more of a calling. Mm. You know, I, I believe I'm a pastor. I'm into callings. I believe people are called to be certain things. So you may be called to be a politician, called to be a teacher, you know, called to be an electrician, called to be a carpenter. Now, most people don't think of it like that because they think of calling of just from a pastoral standpoint. But I believe God has engineered all of us to do something. We wired us all to do something. And so I think the frustration comes in is that when people are not deployed, they may be even good at what they do, but they hate it. And yeah. that's, a, that's a miserable existence to have a job that you hate because you spend a lot of time doing it. 
You know what I mean? And so deployment means that you, it's a calling for you and you enjoy doing it. Now, it doesn't mean that every day is going to be, you know, peaches of cream. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even on the most challenging days, there's nothing else you'd rather be doing. It ain't nothing but the truth. So you also talk about faith, boldness, and persistence is yes. the source of wealth building. We're going to get into some steps in, in, in a minute. So why is faith, boldness, and persistence the source of it? You know, because there are so many social media influencers yeah. who get yeah. rich overnight. I was telling you, I've been doing this show for 12 years, and some right. weeks it's it's just routine. Ain't nothing excited right. about it except right. for my guests. And so expound on faith, boldness, and persistence. Well, because I, I think those are, I, I'm big into what, what, what we call intangibles, mm -hmm. meaning there are things that, you know, there's some things that you can see why people succeed. And then there are some things behind the scenes that you have to look real close to find. And I think faith is one of those boldness, um, persistence. You know, I was I was talking to uh, a group. I, I was talking to some college students on actually Tuesday, and I was sharing with them mm -hmm. the importance of being persistent and resilient. And I was saying, and one of the guys I was talking to is, is a is a baseball player, and I was and he was sharing with me what what, what are some of the attributes that a, an entrepreneur a, a entrepreneur needs to be successful. And I shared with them. I said, listen, you're a baseball player. A baseball player. I, I, I don't know if you follow sports up in Wisconsin. But of course. The okay, Atlanta okay. Braves. Okay. Weekend. Come on. All the right. Atlanta all right. Falcons. We need some help, but. <laughs> the Braves are kicking behind. But anyway, yeah. you know, all right, let's stick with them. You know, the, the, the uh, a player for the Atlanta Braves, if he gets up to bat 10 times, if he gets three hits, he's considered a good player. Mm. Right? So, okay, that means that the other seven times, he failed because he didn't he, he did, because he didn't hit a home run, he didn't hit a double, he didn't he didn't even get on base. So in order for me to have the mindset that will allow me to go from watch this from event to event and still be persistent, that's that that's an intangible that most people don't have. That you know, if things don't go right the first or the second time, they crumble. And it's like, well, that's part of that's part of the entrepreneurial process. Every deal doesn't go the way you would like it to go. Mm -hmm. Every, I mean, you've done, you've done 12 years of shows. Every show has not been perfect, you know, but. I could, I could tell you some things. I did one the other week and my, my light was about to fall down and, right. you know, uh, all kinds of things. And so but, but, that's. But, and then think about this. But think about this. The light fell down, but you didn't stop. Oh my God, I can't do this. Anymore. You know, you, you kept, you've learned. Mm -hmm. Or after doing this over a long enough period of time to, to keep moving, to, to be persistent, you know, you kept doing And then think about what you've done for 12 years. You have no clue who's watching your show or if, or if anybody's watching your show. That's faith. So true. <laughs> and it's so, it's so interesting. I, I received this email years ago from this lady. I can't even pronounce the, the country. She said every Sunday morning. I listen to you while I am herding my sheep. Wow. I'm like, I've never even touched a right. sheep before. And so you're so right. So for listeners, no matter what your entrepreneur idea is, or if you're in the process of creating, building, building wealth, that was profound what you said, Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, and, and, and then the boldness piece of it, I think, you know, in, in particular for spirit-filled people, we should be courageous. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, because I think um, we've been brought up in a fear-filled world where mm-hmm. it's been pumped as, hey, but stop this, don't do that, be scared of this, watch out for that. And the people who succeed are people, they, they have a level of boldness and courage. You know, if, if, if you're some of your people are a Bible reader, if you read Joshua chapter one, Joshua was taken over from Moses and God told Joshua three times, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. Why? Because he was getting ready to take on a new challenge. And so I think when we are willing to take on a new challenge, that builds our boldness and our courage and muscle, and it's going to be needed in order for you to succeed in whatever you're called to do. Yeah, that's so true. So do you believe that everybody, you know, everybody wants to be a baller, a millionaire, <laughs> the boss? So, so what's your take on wealth and influencers? Right. And uh, does God want all of us to be uh, millionaires, what's your thinking right. around that? You've been in the business 20 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 this is my, my take on it, Miss Constance. I believe everyone should strive to reach their highest financial potential, whatever that is. Now, my personal opinion is I believe that if you handle your money correctly and do the right things, by default, you'd be a millionaire. Mm. W- without even trying to be one you would be one. And just think about this. Uh, you know, years ago, I remember doing a presentation and I said, uh, I think I may have read it and then I've just quoted back and forth. I said, if you made, now then this is not even big, I said, if you made $40,000 a year for 40 years, you would have had $1.6 million come through your hands. Wow. So for many times, for many of us, Ms. Carlson, if, if we work long enough, you would have made a million dollars but the problem is you made it over a long period of time. Got it? Got so it. the deal is I got to be able to accumulate it in a shorter period of time. And so that's why we talk about investing. That's why we talk about real estate. You know, some people talk about uh, stocks, bonds, now people are in the cryptocurrency. There's just a lot of different ways that people are doing it. But I believe personally, if a person learns how to handle their money uh, and steward it well, and they get involved in some of the things that we talk about owning real estate, uh, owning stocks and bonds and things of that nature. Your 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 money would grow to make you a millionaire. Now, then there are some people, you know, who, who are going to be uber successful. I mean, where they where they uh, go out there, start corporations and businesses and things of that nature and, and become multiplied millions, which is fine, too. But I, I just my bottom line is if you do the right things with your money by default, you you, you can become a millionaire. Wow. So we're going to talk about the ship method. And um, because I can just hear listeners saying, oh, wow, I wish I'm 50 now, uh, Constance right. and Dexter. And, and I wish in my 20s I hadn't right. been, you know, just being so reckless with my money. So so what can we tell people? Explain the ship method. And ship what can method? you say? This is this is too quick. What can you say to people who say, I know I messed up? So right. how do I get back aligned again? Got it. Okay, let, let's start with your second question. Okay. And then we'll go to the ship method. So, so think about this. If you are 50 years old or 45 or even 60, uh, we, we, we can go, because that's usually my target market, mm-hmm. market from 45 to 60 of people who I really deal with. And I'm telling them, I say, hey, you've lived some time. You've got some experiences 
that if you learn how to market them, you can you could you could be uh, you you can leverage that to make you some money. So 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 the mindset has to be this. I have to see myself as an asset to the marketplace. Mm. And when I see myself as the asset, then that will empower me to be able to acquire the asset. So to acquire the real estate, to acquire stocks and bonds, <clears throat> to acquire cryptocurrency. And I think a lot of times we're looking on the outside for wealth where, where we got to do start on the inside. And as you begin to mine what God has placed on the inside of you, and then you begin to share that with the marketplace and share that with the world, wealth will, wealth will come to you. You know what I mean? So that's back to what you talk about, the law of attraction. What well, the law of attraction means, I got to put something out. Yeah. And so are we saying for somebody like, you know, like you said, from 40 to 60, they could begin saying, wow, I was acting crazy back then, but now I got this great idea. So it comes back to self-image and self-identity. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Miss Costa, I'll say this. The highest form of change is identity change. I'm getting ready to throw this piece of paper now. Okay. Wow. <laughs> the highest form of change is identity change. So because people try to change external things, they, they're changing their hair, they're changing their, their address, they're changing uh, their mates. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The, you've got to change how you see yourself. Because if you change how you see yourself, you will always act and of course, with how you see yourself. So, you know, the, the saying is this, I could take the boy out the country, but can't take the country out the boy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so and, and really, you never choose any higher than how you view yourself. Exactly. And I mean, it, 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 it is in every area of life. So whether it's finances, whether it's who you decide to get into a romantic relationship with, all, all of that is based on how you see yourself. And so one of the main things we have to do here is, I have to look back to your original question. I have to see myself as an asset, as a gift, as a blessing to this world. And if I find my tribe, the people who need me, believe me, money won't be an issue for you. I was listening to what's the lady who did Spanx, uh, Sarah Blakely. Oh, yes, exactly. And she was, on, she was on the show and she said, why do people get in business? She said, number one, they get in business because they they see an idea and they can add something new to it. Exactly. The second reason is they have an idea or a product or a service that's never been right. uh, produced before and, and they can do that. So, so is God like giving the people knocking on our brain and saying, look, you got this gift. You can use this. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he's like, he's like, hello. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but because I think this concept, because of our programming mm-hmm. and um, things of that nature, we, we, we're hesitant to move out. We think our idea, you know, in, in particular people of color, mm-hmm. we don't really think that our ideas and our thoughts are valued. Mm. And so if we don't think our thoughts and ideas are valuable, we're not going to move out on. And so the thing, and that's why I keep coming back to this self-image thing of, listen, I've got to see myself as a person of worth, a person of value. And as I share that with the marketplace in this world, wealth will come out of proportion. So back to what you were saying about what she said, God God always gives us something because a basic business does two things. It solves a problem or fills a need. 
That's good. That's what it does. So think about this. Her problem, her issue, because I've heard her speak several times. She said she was in a, in a business meeting and she wanted to do something around some stockings. And so she ripped some stockings up and then that's how Spank started. Okay, so so she was like, okay, if I'm not the only woman dealing with that, women across the world are dealing with how to Hallelujah. I know <laughs> you know, how to how to navigate this stocking thing. Yeah. And so she turned that into a business. Um, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know, he, he recognized that people wanted to get stuff shipped to them quickly. He started a business. You know, anybody who started a business solves a problem or fills a need. So the question becomes this. All of us have to ask us our question, this question of ourselves, what problem can I solve and what uh, thing, what need can I fill? Now, when I ask myself that question and I get busy about finding out how to get that out to the masses, now I'm on my way, you know? That's so good. That is so good. So te- teach us the ship me- method. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ship method is uh, something I came up with uh, as as a way to simply um, explain how to build wealth, you know, systematically. Mm-hmm. And so the ship method, uh, I, I, I mean, I've read, Miss Constance, I've read, I don't know how many books I've read on finance. Uh, and so between the books that I read, seminars I've gone to, um, uh, reading through the Bible, because uh, to me, the, the Bible is the best business book out there if you read. Proverbs and Ecclesiastes is written by King Solomon. King Solomon was the richest man to ever live. And so, you know, uh, he would be at the top of the four, five, 500 by top four, that four list by a lot. So, so I, so after reading those books, going to seminars, I've came up with this, that acronym, the SHIP method, which stands for stewardship, ownership, and entrepreneurship. So if a person could learn how to steward their money financially. If a person learned how to uh, got them, get involved in ownership correctly and they got involved in entrepreneurship, it would empower them to build wealth. And so, and stewardship is Candace, is a, it's all about, it's all about how do you handle your money? That's, that's what you got to learn how to do there. And so we talk about a budget or a spending plan. Uh, when it comes to ownership, what I have to learn how to do is buy things that appreciate in value. For example... For example, real estate. You know, I, I, I bought I bought a house for for two hundred thousand. Three or four years later, that house is worth four hundred thousand. It appreciated. Uh, I, I got to learn how to, or maybe I, I buy rental property and I get cash flow off it. And so I talk to people about the importance of uh, owning things that appreciate in value because we've been trained to buy things that depreciate in value, meaning cars and things of that nature. Well, a, a car can't, you know, uh, unless it's a luxury car. For the most part, they don't hold their value. And so what you gotta learn how to do is you got to learn how to buy things that appreciate in value that 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 and that will also give you cash flow. And then the last ship is entrepreneurship. And entrepreneurship stands for what we've been talking about. How do I create these um entities that solve problems and fill needs for people? Now, entrepreneurship is powerful, Miss Kansas, because it is. Hey, you calling me Candace. I'm Constance. Hey, look. I'm sorry, Constance. And you know something? (laughs) That must be my my, another name, my author. (laughs) Okay, because Beyonce, she's a, she got an author. She's Sasha Fierce. Yeah. And it's so so interesting because uh, I've had at least 20 people call me Candace. I think it's funny. It's no big deal, but I thought I was. I'm sorry, man. I'm Constance. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Miss Constance. 
Anyway, uh, matter of fact, I wrote your name down on my book, man. So I, I saw that. Yes, yeah, so let me write this down. <laughs> but this concept, but 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 it comes down to, and then entrepreneurship is really based off of what I've got to do is I've got to put together. I, I've got to use this thing called leverage. Leverage means that I get a chance to just like you, you have a team of people who help you with the stuff you do because mm-hmm. so you can get more done. Well, what a, what an entrepreneur does is this an entrepreneur recognizes he can't do everything or she can't do everything on their own. And they have a team of people. And because they're able to help a lot of people, they're able to make a lot more income. And so I walk people through those three things, um, you know, and so that's the shipment. So do you feel that we're too, we can, we're too big? We're, we consume too much stuff, buying, buying, buying. I think I, I, think I heard Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, who wrote Thinking right. Grow Rich, a Black Choice, Black talk Choice. about how we minorities just consume more. And yes. more. Is that truth? Yes. Well, think about this. It, I, I heard somebody say the other day that we would be just off what off the money that we spend, we would be like the 11th ranked country in the world, just black people. Mm-hmm. Well, and now, now, and when you go to the other side of it, and when when you look at statistics, and they talk about medium income and medium wealth. We're way at the bottom. So, what is that telling us? That means we're spending a lot of money, but we're not saving and investing in owning things. So, the thing is, we've got to become more owners, investors, uh, starters of companies as opposed to us spending money, because if you go to any neighborhood of color, you see liquor stores, uh, you see check cash in places, all, all it, everybody has learned how to be able to come into our communities and make money off of us, except for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. That, that is so good. And so let's break down um, entrepreneurship. So you know, almost all of my listeners, you know, they're, I want to go online. I want to, right. like I said, want to be a baller. What should be the mindset behind that? I was telling somebody, look, I've been a therapist for 25 years, almost 30. Wow. Stuff didn't happen to me overnight. Overnight. <laughs> so, nothing, nothing, nothing worthwhile happens overnight. Mm-hmm. And so what can you say to people who are online and they might be a little frustrated because nobody has clicked PayPal right. or stuff right. is not selling? Right. Well, I, I think it's a couple of things. You look at number one, like you said, it took you a while and you're still working at it to get where you would want to be. Mm-hmm. And then I always tell people, you know, if, if you're a person like you, I mean, you and I were talking prior to this, mm-hmm. you're a person of excellence. And so you're always looking to go to different levels anyway. Yeah. So when you get to one level, you're like, okay, this is good, but what's the next level for me? So that's one thing. Uh, it, it, it never happens overnight. And excellence is really is about being excellent on your level. I mean, at the level where I'm at right now, can I, am I doing the best that I can? That's what excellence is. That's good. Um, uh, but then I also look at the fact that if your stuff is not selling, maybe you're doing it wrong. Because uh, all of us need a coach and a coach can look at you and say, hey, look, the reason why your stuff isn't selling is because of this. Or the reason why uh, people are not uh, really tuning into you because of this. And so maybe you need some coaching, you know, so don't be afraid to invest in yourself. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I spend tens of thousands of dollars on personal coaching. Absolutely. Uh, you know, please, I can't even, I can't even, if I told you what I spent, you'd be like, oh my gosh. So for, between real estate coaching and PR coaching and other things I'm doing, 
I get coaches because I don't know everything. So I recognize there's a coach who has a proven track record and who cares about me and who, uh, who can help me get better. I invest in that. So I tell people, hey, if it's not working and you know you're in the right place, you need a coach. Yeah. That ain't nothing but the truth. And so let's go back to God, because I'm like, we factor God out. Of everything. You know, we're, we're, yeah. So how can people, you know, even people who say source, God. Constance, hold Guys, hold on one second. My, my, my um, thing is, my battery about to die. Hold on one second. Okay, so y'all, this is live radio, live video, and uh, you know, I just love it. But but uh, we believe that we are sharing just life changing information t- with you, and so no problem. Okay, we're good. <laughs> right. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, my, my battery's dying. All right, we're good. Now. Go ahead. You know, and so how can people like get a different perception of God and wealth? You know right. what I'm saying? And so, you know, we got people who say, well, you know, I believe in higher power, source, Jehovah Jireh, Yahweh. How do right. they tap into? Because whenever people ask me about my success, I'm like everything I am, everything I have, all of my. Con- how did you get millions of listeners, Constance? God, that right. God factor, what would that look like for people? Like well, on a I, daily basis, should we, yeah, should they right. be praying around wealth right. or what? Right. Well, I, I think your thing is uh, God is looking for a relationship with mm-hmm. all of us. So it starts with that. You know, I, I think to go to God and say, Lord, make me wealthy, but not want to have a relationship with him um, makes us... Um, I don't want to say that on camera, but, but it does. <laughs> hey, look, it does. Hey, hey, this is I, a family rate. Right, right yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so I was like, I probably don't want to say that. Uh, you know, but it, I mean, I, I don't know if you're a parent, but I'm a parent. You know, um, if and if my children only came to me when they wanted something, I wouldn't be happy with that relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so God is, first of all, looking for us to be in a relationship with him. Now, the thing is this, when I have a relationship with him and now I have access to all his resources. Right. So because my father, I mean, I'm a dad. When my children are in relationship with me, they have access to all that I have, all the cars I have, houses I have, uh, food I have. I'm like, go, hey, the refrigerator is open. Go get it. Drive the car. I don't care what they do, you know, because but they're, they're in a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing it starts with, however you're defining God is you've got to build, build a relationship with him. And, and you. And really, I say the, the, the best way to do that is by talking to him. That's what prayer is. Prayer is talking to God. So when I begin to talk to God, now he begins to talk back to me. And he will begin to direct me in all my endeavors, including my finances. That's true. But my listeners know the story that 25 years ago when I was like, I went through a divorce. I'm like, I need some M-O-N-E-Y. And I need <laughs> like now, <laughs> now. <laughs> and so I just sat and meditated. I found certain scriptures. Right. Did nothing happen week one, week two, you know. And then that fourth week, I got an idea. We're talking about money and connecting mm, with God. Exactly. And the spirit just downloaded. And, and for my listeners, that might be a hunch, intuition. You just might get Exactly. A, you know, write this module on, and this wasn't even my forte, self-esteem and entrepreneurship. 
Gotcha. I'm like, hmm. So I wrote it, didn't know nobody. Long story short, this lady reached out to me. She said, I want you to go to this place two hours from Atlantic Speak. I spoke on it. I thought I did just, well, okay. This lady, she said, uh, Constance, uh, I got millions of dollars. And she said, do you feel like you could do some training on self-esteem wow. and, and employment was the word that she used. Right. But my point was that came and I'm like, okay, I don't hardly have gas money to get home. Where can I sign <laughs> on the dotted line? <laughs> you say, you like, you like, can we start tonight? <laughs> And so, but my point is that came right. to me through intimacy with God. Thank you. That idea. Thank you. Yep. That, that was your download. You mm -hmm. know, but you, you, what, what you did was you put the spiritual, spiritual principle of spiritual law of meditation in practice. Okay. Meaning that, meaning that when you begin to meditate on now, in, in your case, you were meditating on scriptures mm -hmm. that dealt with financial abundance and having mm -hmm. a relationship with God. And as they began to speak to you, because at first when, when, when you're looking at scripture, you're looking at it, but after a while it begins to speak to you and then it will guide you because the word and the spirit are connected. So mm -hmm. now the word of God is talking and the spirit of God is directing you to do things. Okay. The spirit of God says, okay, like you said, hunch, intuition, something told me. Now what you're doing is you're writing those things down because the Bible says write the vision, Habakkuk 2 and 2, write the vision and make it plain. Now you put it down on paper. Now all of a sudden you're attracting opportunities because you're prepared. Oh, that's good. That's exactly what happened. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and so share with listeners just a great experience that you've had. Hey, we don't want to know. You have to tell us your <laughs> You don't have to tell us your deep, rich secret, your million dollars, but tell us an experience that you had that looked like it wasn't going to work out financially, maybe a deal, an idea. Yeah, and then yeah. begin to turn around to give our our listeners and those who are watching this a little hope. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, the, 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 I'm thinking about my real estate deal where I had to go through a lot of hoops in order just to get it done because it it was supposed to it was a it was a multi-family property. So and where I'm at, it was a two-family property, a mm -hmm. two two-unit apartment building. And it took something took so long to close. It was supposed to close in November, ended up closing like in March of the next year. Mm -hmm. And you know, it was it was just delay after delay after delay. And so, you know, a lot of times back to what we we're talking about, being persistent and resilient, a lot of times things things come our way and because we're not persistent enough or resilient enough, we let them go. Mm, and I'm like, I'm, and I'm like, I ain't letting this go. So I kept, <laughs> I, I'm like, no, this is, you know, I said, this is my deal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I am not letting it go. And we end up closing the house and we still have it to this day. Um, and then, you know, just even how we started our church was all about, you know, we didn't have a place to meet. And I'm like, Lord, where do we go? I'm going after people after I'm talking to people. This one's saying no, this one's saying no. Then the Lord actually brought me back to the initial place I had thought about us meeting. And I talked to a lady who goes to my church and I said, Sister Gloria, I said, do you know uh, whether that school will let us come in and meet? She went and talked to the person and next thing you know, we were in there. And so it's this thing of a lot of time back to a lot of reasons why most of us don't succeed 
is because we are afraid to hang in there until our change comes. Ooh, that's good. And, and, and you have to be willing to do that. There's no one who I've talked to who has had success, who hasn't had ups and downs, ins and outs, looked like it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as they stayed with it long enough, because that's where faith comes in that. Faith is the substance of things I'm hoping for, the evidence of things I haven't seen. So I haven't seen it yet, but because I feel I'm called to it, I'm going to keep going. And as I keep going and as I keep walking, eventually my my answer comes in, whether it's a whether it's a, a contract like you had with that lady or whether mm-hmm. it's a real estate deal or whatever it is or, you know, or, or you know, people that we're talking to, they're, they're starting their business and it's starting off slow. Well, if you're called to do that and if you stick with it long enough, you know, make the adjustments that you need to make, you'll make it. Yeah. And that one contract turned into multi-million dollar contracts over decades. Wow. So I'm saying to listeners, just that one idea, that one, one thing like that. All you need, uh, uh, Tyler Perry said, all you need is one person to like you. That's it. Look, he, he like, he got Oprah, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, because, yeah, Miss Constance, I heard someone say this. He said, they say, you are one introduction away from your next season. Mm. That's good. One person, one person, you know, because when you go to speak, you don't know who's out there in the audience. What, you're doing your podcast. You don't know who's out there listening. You're writing your book. You don't know who's out there listening or reading your book. And they can introduce you to someone who can change your life completely. Right. But the thing is, to your point, what you said earlier, I've got to be operating in the spirit of excellence. So when they find me, they say, okay, I got to have her. Yeah. And that's what I tell coaches that I coach. Don't be big and don't be whatever. Just be powerful. Exactly. Uh, Add value to people. And people may say, I want more of you. It's kind of like if you go to Whole Foods, my international listeners, that's like a, a, some people call it a whole paycheck, but you go there <laughs> and, and, and everything is organic. Right. But you know, uh, before pandemic, they would have little stuff. You may go in there for some strawberries and they may have samples of bananas. Yes. So when you taste that, it right. added value to you and you bought it. And you bought it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can the, I could talk to you? How can listeners find you? How can they coach with you? You guys see this man knows about money. He knows about God's spirit. He can help you. Tell him what you can help him do. We got seven minutes. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I mean, right now, Ms. Constance, the first place they can find me is, is if they go to my website. Mm-hmm. So if they go to DexterBJenkins.com, what I'll do is because of um, being on your show, they can mm-hmm. download a free guide that I have over there that's called the, the what we talk about, the three ships of wealth building. So okay. if, they, if they go to um, the top part of my website, it has download free guide. Also at the, the, at the header, uh, the bottom piece of footage, excuse me, they have it there too. So they can download that guide. So go over there. Because I would love to be able to have them get that in their hand, but then also be able to have them become part of my mailing list. Because I send out every Thursday, I send out you know in a, a, a motivational email, so they can find me there. Uh, and then they also can go to my social media, uh, Dexter B Jenkins. I'm, I'm on Twitter and yeah, LinkedIn, YouTube, and all that good stuff. And then we got some exciting things coming out in 2022. So we're starting a group coaching around 
how to build wealth God's mm-hmm. way. Um, you know, we're starting to do some one-on-one consulting. So we're still fleshing those things out. I got but you. All of it's going to be based around really dealing with what we've talked about today. And I'm really, I'm really, as I'm really talking to God about how to structure it, it's really going to be big on how do we change our mindsets? That's big. Because it's not that we don't, that because we're, we're in the information age. So you can find out how to do things. You can go to YouTube and find out how to do things. So it's not that. But the reason why most of us are not thriving, whether it's in our business or in our finances, because our minds or what we call these money maps or money scripts are off. And so we're going to spend a lot of time helping you to develop the right money mindset and the right money habits so that you can not only earn it, but keep it. Because if you start to earn it, but if you don't have the right mindsets around it, you won't keep it. And so those are some of the things that we'll be talking about, you know, heading, heading into the new year. Ask me how I know I've been there and done that. I told somebody I made millions and I ain't going to say lost. I'm going to say spent. But after I got a good letter, <laughs> after I got a little butt spanking and, and learned the hard way. Right. Yeah. And so here this man is, everybody. You guys know that I bring uh, in people who are, are, are people of integrity. You know, I trust this man. Uh, his PR person, Pam Perry, that's an awesome sister. Yes. Uh, she, uh, when she said you got to talk to Dexter. So I'm going to encourage you, if you want to change your money, uh, go on his website. I would contact him for coaching. I would get on his mailing list. I would be like stalking him. You got a podcast <laughs> too, right? You got, yeah, you got yeah a- I got a podcast. And then, and then I also got a book that they can get uh, on Amazon. You really can't see it it's in the okay. light. But it's called Getting Your Money Straight and Building Wealth. So if they go to Amazon, they can also get that as well. So they can go there too. Right. So you guys see, these are gifts that come on the show. And in, it doesn't matter if they're international, Australia, New Zealand, Europe, all of that. He can, he can work with you, right, Dexter? Excellent. And you, you know, and oh, coach sure with you. Can. I mean, with, with virtual, I mean, he probably could come on and do some speaking for you virtually. Yeah, big time. Yeah. You know, around those areas. And so these are gifts nobody makes it by themselves. No, we don't. And so I tell people, I got two coaches. I got my pastor. He coaches me every two weeks to make sure I stay in line and yes, and, uh, and do what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I have my mentor in Africa. We all need help. So, okay, all of my male listeners, all of you alpha males, this is what I believe. I believe that sometimes... Uh, sometimes some men vibrate higher or connect deeper with another alpha male. I'm really strongly encouraging all of my alpha males. You guys reach out to Dexter, email him, contact him, have a private consult with him uh, so that he could help you. Yes. Okay. Because, because, because I, I really, uh, like we have talking to Pam the other day, we were talking about really doing a lot of things, really going to New Year. Mm-hmm. targeted specifically at men, you know, because yeah. when a man isn't and his money isn't right, he feels incompetent. Ooh, low. Hey, that's a whole you know, nother show. I'm that's a whole have, nother show. <laughs> I'm going to have, I'm going to have you back for part two. And yeah. I, I have loved this powerful information, even though Dexter did call me Candace, but it I'm so Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking, I know this woman's name is Constance. I've been looking at her calling her Candace. 
I'm going to look up Candace because I've been called that so much, but you know, you are a powerful man of God. Thank uh, you. The, the wealth oozes out of you and I want to have you come back. So make sure you come back next year yes. uh, to really share about your program, your podcast. Uh, it, it's just really awesome. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, it's been a great show. And this is what I tell you. When you hear something uh, one time, you need to listen to it seven more times before it gets down right yes. there. It gets down in your subconscious. When I, I'm going to listen to this because uh, sometimes when I'm recording, I don't hear everything. And I, y'all know I like to take notes. And then when I finish my notes, I want to meditate. Yes, and ma'am. see which one of those things the spirit wants to make bigger in me. So listen to this over and over again. Follow him on social media. Uh, and I'm going to have him back in 2022. Dexter B. Jenkins, it's been an honor and a pleasure <laughs> to uh, to work with you. You're easy to interview. Thank you very much. You're easy to interview. And I just got one thing to say. Go Braves. So, <laughs> okay. I'm going to go Braves too. I'm with you. <laughs> so everybody, you know, as I say every week, you're always creating moment by moment, whether you realize it or not, like Dexter said. So this week, I want you to really get happy, stay happy, be happy, and see what happens. You're a powerful manifest. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.